Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a balsamic fig chicken. Uh, Seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get... $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. Good morning, everybody. Today is Saturday. Welcome to West Virginia and Commonplace. Today, this is one of those episodes uh, where you're about to meet what we call a titan. You're about to meet uh, somebody that's really, really strong in this podcast, business, industry, scene, whatever you want to call it. This young lady has taken a platform and she has moved mountains with it. She's an international superstar that goes by the name of Olivia and her podcast is the Irish Survival Podcast. Olivia, please introduce yourself to everyone and let them know who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Olivia and I run the Irish Survival Podcast and I release episodes every Tuesday and they're just general survival kit reviews but sometimes I have extra special episodes where I bring on guests in the survival community. And it's deeper than that though like you have you have a legion of fans you have people that have have that grown into this uh because of um podcast agreement I've been doing this for a while one day we're going to have to do like a an episode on the, this whole uh, contest that he had he had a contest and to introduce numerous podcasts i was aware of your podcast prior to this but um your podcast was introduced to a, a whole nother part of the country uh mainly the western and the southwestern portion of america which are i'm from the, the north south and the south north but the south, southwest we'll say basically from the state of washington wrapping all the way back around to florida um you probably already had people in that market but you were embraced when you came out you were your podcast was fighting and you made it real deep into this uh tournament and probably would have probably probably could have won this tournament in my opinion anybody else doesn't agree with that that's all right um so how did it feel to get this different exposure because you had already had a following but to get that different exposure from the tournament well I just thought it was awesome of Pat to just organize this whole thing. I mean, it must have taken so much time and effort to make the whole thing awesome. And I mean, I was up against, I think it was new to normal podcast and I love her podcast and I did not think I was going to win that time. And basically just what I did was I went onto my personal accounts and I just started asking all my friends to vote for me on podcastogram. And I actually think Podcastagram made a lot of followers from my friends and everyone. And then I went <laughs> on to my podcast Instagram and then all the people that I didn't really know, but I like knew from survival and podcasting, I asked them to vote for me and they were all sure. They said sure. And now I'm like great friends with them. 
Yeah. And I mean, you're, you're a celebrity now on this. Like there's a difference in a superstar and a celebrity. Like when um, these lists come out, cause I actually have a list that I uh, um, throw out quite a bit. And then I have sub lists. <clears throat> Your podcast comes up and talks and I'm no insider. I'm nobody important in this, but I talk to tons of podcasts because of my, my second job with the consultant firm. Um, and we talk about the genius of your podcast. It's very concise and it's to the point. And that's something that uh, just with the way you carry everything, you carry, you, you've already figured out the techniques of business, how to carry a certain level of intimacy with your listeners so that they'll come back next week. And, yeah. and, and learning all that at your age, that's crazy. Cause I've got people that are like 45 and 52 and I've even got one that's like 76 that I deal with that, don't even comprehend the three three of those things. So you got your podcast, you're out here, um, you have sponsors, you have affiliations with all these people. How do you keep up with all this and maintain your normal daily life? I have no idea. I mean, it takes up most of my time. I do the recordings, the editing, and then I go out and record the little 30 second videos for Instagram. They take more than 30 seconds to film. And I mostly just get on Instagram the whole time. I mean, that's where I get most of my listeners from by DMing people. I mean, if I go to other podcasts and say, hey, I just listened to your newest episode. It was awesome great work then they dm me back and say oh can i have a link to your podcast i'll take a listen now and stuff like that okay so yeah so you do a lot of behind the scenes promotion and that's something we'll get into in just a little bit about the whole podcast and thing because the great thing about you and having you on here today is that you will help mold a podcast or a fledging podcast or someone that's wanting to come up now um everybody knows with this show that i send these very generic questions out to you when I say, would you like to be on podcasts collide? Um, here are some questions. So what I want you to do real quick is um, let us know what inspired you or what specifically uh, deep down made you want to start this show. Well, it was back in lockdown, the start of February. And I mean, I've always been into survival. I've always had the kits, the gear, the books and everything. And I just found out about podcasting. I mean, if the TV was taken by someone in my family watching it, I'd just go to my room, turn on a podcast and start listening to somebody talk about something very interesting. And then I kept on getting deeper and deeper into it. And I started watching YouTube videos on how to make a podcast. I mean, I didn't really learn that much from it, but everybody was saying, go to Anchor, go to Anchor. And so then I went to the app and it had lots of five-star reviews. So I just downloaded it. And my first episode was a review on a book, but I did not know anything about podcasting back then because it was just a one-take, terrible audio, no editing episodes. But <laughs> I, I just started to go from there on. I mean, now the episodes are much longer. That one was only five minutes long. Okay, okay. And from there, like you, you, you talk about editing and you have the greatest uh, equipment to use for editing and making your uh, podcast. And, and what kind of equipment do you use? Well, I do my entire podcast on my iPhone 11. <laughs> and, that, and that's amazing there that you can do all that and have crisp quality to your episodes. 
Um, and I tell yeah. listeners, uh, cause we do this thing called the shameless plug. If you could tell them real fast where they could, uh, check out your podcast and how they can reach you on uh, Instagram real fast, if you don't mind. Oh yeah. If you just search the Irish Fogel podcast in Instagram, it will be the first one. And I'm on every podcast platform. I mean, it took a bit of work to get on all of them, but I am, I can say that. And my blog, the, it's a long one, the Irish Survival Podcast 01.wordpress.com. That's just it because of the WordPress free plan. Okay, okay, okay. So we got that in there. And I like to do that shameless plug because when we have listeners, they listen at different points. I got one guy that he says, after the seventh minute, I'll listen to your podcast, JR. Before that, the first seven minutes, let someone else listen. Anyway, so um, you built this podcast um, and your podcast like it's strong like you have volumes of people you have uh it's kind of like you're almost like a a a salesman to a degree because you have survival kits you uh you uh explain these in a non-biased manner which i really do appreciate um so when when you initially started doing this what type of audience were you trying to attract with this and when you do have guests on what type of guests do you like to have on your podcast Well, my audience is typically built up of people who are generally into the outdoors, into survival, camping, hiking, any of those of the outdoor sports. And my guests now, I have had two interview episodes on and there is one that I have to edit. It took a bit of work, but it should be out soon. I mean, I've had a young scout on talking about what they do there. And I've had a doctor on, but his name is Survival Doctors on Instagram and TikTok and all those ones. But what he does is he specializes in medical care for trauma incidents out in the wild. And he teaches people how to treat a wound or like break if you have a broken leg, what to do then. And I found that episode awesome. I loved it. Okay. Now um you you did this podcast now let's go into like the podcasting aspect of helping other podcasters real fast um you go out of your way you help podcasts you like their things uh you comment on things um and this this question sometimes make or makes or breaks people so you have to answer this one really carefully and this one is not in our uh prescribed questions what are some podcasts that you are listening to right now well, not exactly right now, but you get what I mean. Well, definitely yours because I just love it. I love the podcast collide because then you have put me onto so many other podcasts. I mean, you have the Bob and Gob Show and Distance Nerding. I just love that one. Guys over there are great. And generally anyone that is my style. So anything that is for under 18s, if you get me. Yeah, very very well understand yeah. that okay so that's a that's a good one there because some of them are, are kind of lewd i know that and yeah, um, they're and, and, <laughs> and another amazing thing is and, and this is something that i find funny because i look at the time difference because it's eight o'clock where i am it's about one two o'clock where you are right yeah um and i don't want to get you in trouble with this but it's amazing that at certain parts of the evening which would be my five will be another five hours from now you're up on instagram <laughs> Yeah. And, you're, and you're checking out things because you know i know it's weird at eight o'clock in the morning you know stuff happens between eight and eleven in the u.s in the instagram market but 
it's weird that at 6 p.m. to right at 11 o'clock at night, American time, the lives, all this extra stuff that happens in the podcast community takes place in between that little facet of time. So that's normally the middle of your night, correct? Yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty wild that you uh, do that. Now, um, inside your podcast, what are five episodes that would make people want to come listen to your podcast? And the reason that I throw in different questions is because these challenge you and get you to think. So while you think of those five podcasts, I'm going to tell a little story real quick. Um, what I do when I listen to people's podcasts, so this gives you a chance to find those five podcasts. I see you looking, um, <laughs> is uh, I will listen to five episodes because I, I travel with my job. Now, when I say travel, I'm not talking about I hop in an airplane to go places. If it's a job that's eight hours away, I will hop in the car. I will listen to your podcast five episodes deep so that I can know who you are. And it's not five consecutive. You got to have at least 15 episodes for it to work for me. I will skip through and get five episodes out of that 15. And then, that, then that's what will tie me into a podcast because I always look at the up and down like we talked about earlier, but I look at a, a two-episode consistency. So now, Olivia, can you tell us your five episodes? Yeah, well, I definitely would not say the first one. That is my least favorite <laughs> episodes. <laughs> but I would have to say the Amazon Survival Kit, Deadly Animals, Gear from Outdoor Elements, there's the interview with survival doctors and I don't know when this will be released but hopefully when it is on Tuesday I'm releasing this awesome episode it's called I'm an ambassador for grim survival and because I recently I made the deal with them and that is the episode where I talk a lot about them and review some of their stuff I have it all ready to go so hopefully it will be out by then okay okay now, um, let's go into the advice column. What is some advice that you can give a podcaster starting out? Just do it. I mean, some people, the reason they don't make a podcast is because they are worried that people will hate them, will judge them, won't like their podcast. But I mean, what you just have to do is don't listen to the people who don't like your podcast. Only listen to people who like your podcast and who give good advice to you that is probably the number one reason why people don't start a podcast because they're worried people or haters will judge you and start laughing at you all right so now let me give you a hard question since you answered that one way too easy how do you keep doing a podcast because i'll give you a quick story like not everybody has overnight success give it give away time again guys this week's uh question is who sponsors olivia at this moment um, answer that question over at West Virginia, I mean, WV Uncommonplace at Instagram, and you will be the winner of the movie. Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all the trips to the grocery store. Count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. And all recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. And this week, one of the better things that they are offering is a 
balsamic fig chicken. Uh, seems like it would taste really good. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh and the number one meal kit. And, and I tell everybody, I would never want overnight success because this is what you call a marathon. This is not a sprint doing this. A lot of people think it's a sprint. Oh, I need to get from one listener to a hundred by the second episode. No, it's a slow progress on certain ends. If you have something that's truly, truly marketable and it's trendy, yeah, you might get a, a, a million listeners real fast. And then after that fall from there. So how do you keep going and not pod fade? Cause pod fade is something that happens way too much in this industry. People get out here and have a hot thing going. Like I've, I've seen a show right now that I, I hope doesn't pod fade. I won't say their name, but they're very energetic and hype. But after a while, when it gets a serious matter, this podcast, they kind of fizzle when it's not something that they can, they can stay hype about. So how do you keep going? I take advice from my listeners. So if I did an episode and somebody came to me and said, I love this part of your episode, but I'm sorry, but I didn't like this episode. Then I'd say, yes, thank you. I'll definitely have to improve on that. I mean, I just work off the criticism. Okay. And I just improve from then on. All right. So now let's tell me a typical day for you when it's time to get to your mobile studio and record an episode. How does that start out? Well, first off, I will get the kit or survival item that I would review and I take it out my garden and I just start testing everything out about it. And I mean, if it's a knife, then I'd start beating it and seeing how well it will hold up. And if it's a kit, I'll use every single item inside, see how well it performs. Then I'd go to my recording studio and start telling everybody about it, the good things, the bad things, if you should buy it, if you shouldn't, things like that. So what happens when you have a, if you shouldn't buy it item? Well, sometimes I would just scrap the whole episode idea. I mean, I'd say, well, there's no point in me reviewing it if everything is bad. I don't want to waste my listeners' time. I just do the good stuff. I'll, I always do the good stuff. All right. So let me tell you something you just did there. You did something really amazing. You didn't waste your listeners' time. That's a skill that a lot of podcasters, when they're doing things, it's always great to put out content. Always. Because I put out way too much content sometimes. <laughs> and some of it's not my best work. But my, if my listeners like it, that's fine. But you do something amazing. You don't waste their time. Okay. Now, you're doing your podcast. Things are working out well. But you go back and reflect sometimes. You go back and you see um, things that you could have done different. What are some yeah. common What are some common mistakes? Because this is going to be a two-part question. I'll ask you the first one first. What are some common mistakes that podcasters make um, when they start creating episodes and they start doing things? Not pressing record. <laughs> I mean that has so many times where I've done a perfect take then I look back down on my phone and I see it hasn't even recorded <laughs> now the pressures the pressures of, of being a podcaster right um and creating content what is a schedule like for you like I'll give you my schedule you are the last episode on a 20 guest binge from Monday till now 
to create either my next season or replace the show from season six and, and send the season six show to seven, which good content will definitely get pushed before other content. And I'm sorry for any guests that hear this. Um, but how do you how do you decide that you're going to do? I know that you have to get the the sets or the survival kits, but how do you know like if one week you're going to go ahead and do two or three podcasts so that you could have them for three weeks? How do you decide that? Well, I have this huge collection of random survival kits, random survival gear, and the like books and guides. So I'd usually I'd line them up and pick which one I want to review this week. And I'd say, well, this one is great. I love it. But this one, I don't know whether I should review it. And then I just pick the good things out of it, the bad things out of it. And I'll decide, yeah, this one. Or sometimes I just do any mini mini mo. <laughs> okay, now, something serious real quick. And a lot of people don't pay attention to this. And I don't pay attention to it because I come from a mountainous area. You've seen, you've probably heard about West Virginia. We've got rocks and coal. You can find diamonds if you go deep enough into the ground with a machine. Um, that's just a joke. Um, your logo, your logo, that mountain, that's a mountain in West Virginia. Oh, really? Oh, I'm just assuming. Um, but <laughs> your, your logo, how did you come up with your logo? Because when I see that mountain, I either think of the Sierra Nevada and California type mountain, or I think of one of the random mountains that I don't travel onto in West Virginia. Well, when I first started out, you, when you go onto Anchor, when you design your logo, they give you some free pictures to use. And it was just somebody building a campfire. And then in white writing, I had the Irish Frog podcast. And you couldn't really read it. And it wasn't the best logo. I didn't like it. I think if you scroll back down to my first Instagram post, then you'll be able to see it. So then I spent about a day thinking what I could do to change it. And I said, this has to be good. I want people to see my logo and think the Irish Struggle podcast. So what I did was I started drawing something out and I was like, well, if it's too complicated, people won't really understand it. So I went with the most simple thing ever. And I said, what symbolizes the outdoors? And then I was thinking trees, a river, a mountain. And then I just chose the mountain and I was able to find this free PNG of a mountain. And I wanted to pick collage. I put it on there and then I just typed in the Irish Struggle podcast. And that's, that's how the logo came about. Okay. Now I'll tell you, my story is real simple. I just, I have mountains, but my mountains are just little loopy things. Um, they don't even, <laughs> mine just looks like someone went on Microsoft Paint and made a logo. But I found that where my logo is very simplistic and my podcast is very simplistic. There's no bells and whistles to it. Um, that it, it flows and it works. Because see, one thing is that you, you learn to have a very strong maturity to yourself. Because you deal with yeah. you deal with nothing but adults. I mean, you have teenagers yeah, and, and different and different stuff like that. So I will say that's one thing that you probably had to learn to to be even stronger in, in being mature about certain things. Um, so here goes the hot seat questions. These are the ones that you're not prepared for. These are the ones that uh, that kind of mold you, and this gives uh, the audience and someone who hasn't listened to you a way to uh, get into your podcast and to know a little bit about Olivia. So, Olivia, if you were a movie, what would you be called? Probably adventure, because I'm always looking for an adventure, something to do, something to keep me active. And also the slogan 
of my podcast is actually Adventure is Always Around the Corner. <laughs> okay. And if you were a song, what would you be called? It would probably be Adventure as well because <laughs> that's just what I'm about. I'm always looking for something to do, something like an adventure, something big, something small, anything. Okay. Now, as a form of advertisement, right? If there was a billboard for your podcast and you could build it, uh, you could put your logo on there and you could put your slogan on there, what would be the next thing that would be on the billboard advertising your podcast? Something like survival kit reviews or the, the home of survival, things like that, anything. Okay, okay. Now, you've been doing this podcast, um, you're building your brand. Um, one thing that other podcasters, I've never asked anybody, and I'm going to ask you because, like I said, you're actually building a brand. It started off as a hobby, and it's still fun. Yeah. It, it's become a business now. It's, it's serious. So what was it like the day you woke up and realized that your podcast had become a brand? Well, I went on to Anchor, and it was probably the day after I released one of my episodes and I looked at it and I was like, wow, this episode is very popular. I think I have to do something to help it become more popular. So then from then, I just worked on saying, okay, well, this is what so-and-so does as a podcast. This is what so-and-so does as a business. Then I kind of put both of them together. And that's how I was able to grow and go forward. And becoming a brand. And a lot of people don't understand this. When you become a brand, like, because when I made the jump from podcast to a brand, and then to whatever I am today, um, I learned that it was a certain way you have to carry yourself. Like you have to hold your tongue sometimes because you see some things and you really want to encourage somebody and it's fine to always encourage, but sometimes they got a little negativity to it. So how do you keep your brand intact while still being friendly with other entities, not just podcasts, but just individuals in general? That's a tough one. Well, you can't say everything that's on your mind you have to say just the nice things I mean if you go off criticizing some podcasts really badly then you're going to get a bad reputation for that and that's going to turn people off from you and you just have to be nice and be kind and then everyone will start to recognize that and they'll be like oh she's very cool and then start listening Okay. And I'll, I like that answer because in, in, in brand quality and protection, those are the hardest things for people to understand. And for you to have that concept, all graphs and stuff like that, that's amazing. Now, this question is hard. You've already given advice. Um, you've already helped out with the common mistake, but what has been a failure in podcasting for you? Because I'll tell you my failure and then you can tell me yours that we'll just do a swap. My failure came in when I, because we talked about this off the air, um, when I came in the notion that I had certain friends in podcasting that would support me and back me, and a certain podcast, whoever it was, doesn't even matter. It's been so long, I don't even remember them. We were really going back and forth. We were good, good, uh, good camaraderie, good friends and everything. Well, they didn't support my podcast. I realized that I was supporting them. So the mistake that I made was, was diving in too deep and thinking that everyone's my friend and everyone's not an associate, you know, you're going to have friends, but so that was my first, uh, I guess what we'll call it a mistake or failure in this. So what was yours? Probably one of the episodes that I made, I think something must have went wrong 
in the process. I'm not going to say which one, but that one didn't get a lot of listens or downloads. And then people were saying, oh, is, is this episode good? And then I was able to go from there and say, okay, so I made this mistake in the past. I won't do it again. I've learned from that. Okay. And, and that, that right there, I like that because that works out. And that's something that was the gem of this episode because you're, you just uh, showed a softer side of uh, your show and that people, that, that it's all right to make mistakes and to go back and fix them. Now, yeah. I, I tell you that, that this is a hard one too. Um, do you pay attention to your numbers, downloads and all that stuff and impressions and all that? No, I don't look at them at all. I just make the episodes and if it makes one person happy then I will keep on doing it. And I appreciate that because people start out looking at numbers and I always tell people that you should do this for the passion of what you do. Like I always tell everybody, I'm not a podcaster, I'm a talk show host. So I do my talk shows and then I do these shows because I get to, I, once again, I'm still a talk show host. I come in and I interview you. We get to know your personality. We get to get a good feel um, for who you are to a certain degree. And then they go to your podcast and get the rest. That's that's the main yeah. goal of Podcast Collides. So um, the hard hitting question, what is in stored for you? What is going to happen in the future? Do you have an inside thing that we can know about? Not about what you got going on product wise, but you have the Irish Survival Podcast. Is there going to be a time that you do a limited series or some type of something else, YouTubing uh, beyond or anything that we can know about? Well, I don't really know that much like I'm currently like just doing what I can do now think about the future later but I mean I'm an ambassador for Grimm and a few other companies are interested in having me on board and I've been looking into sponsorships because that will help me get the episodes better maybe I could move on from phone recording and getting better kits to review and also I've been thinking a lot about coming out with merch I mean I currently have stickers, but those aren't that much. I do get a good few sales from the stickers, but if I started like a spring store, that would be a big deal for me and I would love it. But I see that people might not have the interest. People might just not have the money or don't want to, things like that. Okay. So, cause I could see a t-shirt coming out. Like I could really see a t-shirt. Um, and at some point remind me, uh, later on down the road I'll have to send you stickers and different stuff like that and that's another thing that you have going on you have a barrage of stickers can you tell us about that real quick how this came about well there was one of the episodes I did I Smoky Mountain Knifeworks sent me a package to review on my podcast and um, I opened it up and I had all this awesome gear and the SMKW merch. And then I said stickers. Well, what am I going to do with stickers? So then I opened up my wardrobe and there was a whole blank sheet there. So then I just stuck, stuck them on. And then I had some Trangia stickers from one of the episodes in season one. And then I put them on. And I always had my own stickers. And I got them like at the start of season two. So like 10 weeks ago. And I put a few of them up. But then I watch lots of YouTube channels. I mean, some of my good friends are YouTubers. And 
when they're reviewing like knives or survival kits or anything, then they always have the camera down and they have this big table and it's filled with stickers. So then I'd always be looking at them and I'd say, whoa, that's an awesome channel. I'll go check them out. And so then I did. And then I'd, I'd ask them for a sticker and say, hey, would you be interested in sending me a sticker to put on my sticker wall? And I'll give you a shout out on my podcast. And then I went from then on meeting lots of new YouTubers and lots of new podcasters. And then now I have this big, huge wall filled, filled up with stickers. <laughs> and it's amazing. Now, Olivia, yeah. I want to thank you so much for coming on um, West Virginia Commonplace Presents uh, Podcast Collides. Um, your podcast, great show, um, great host, and you do it all from your phone. But the thing that I will say about it is it is amazing sound quality because I put shows through the rigor. And this is what I do. There's a shower speaker. There's a normal speaker that I carry around. There's analog headphones with the normal little thing. There's the iPhone headphones, which it is a different sound, and I didn't believe it. Um, <laughs> there's inline car audio, which is like an AUX cord to your car. Then there's Bluetooth audio, and then there's USB audio. I listen to everybody's podcast on all these because, like I said, in the type of realm that I am, I do analyze. For you to, to, to have recorded on a phone, your show sounds better than 60% of the shows that I hear in a studio. That's awesome. I didn't know that. But yeah, it's just really simple. And that means that anybody can make a podcast. They don't need to spend hundreds on all the mics and the headphones and the fancy equipment. Yeah, and, and that's what I was saying. Like, you know, and obviously when you get up, when your show and you keep as long as you keep growing yeah you'll eventually move into a studio and you'll have all that stuff but to do it from your phone um and that's a certain easy level of production like cost and stuff like yeah. that so i want to tell mm -hmm. you and, and uh, commend you on that that that's amazing now real quick there's something that we do on the show it's a real quick testimony that i do for the uh, podcaster that's on the show so here's yours olivia you are a young lady you have come out into the world you made a decision to be positive and have a positive message. Uh, any form of negativity, you decided at a, at a certain age, maybe at the age of seven or six, that you weren't going to have negativity in your life. And the six years later or eight years later, you've taken that on and you've kept it on. So that is amazing there. Your podcast proves a new standard in the business. You do not have to have every single piece of equipment to have a podcast and to be successful. And when I say successful, we don't measure it on downloads. We don't measure it on your appeal to audiences. We uh, measure this on the feeling that you give people. You give people an amazing feeling to where they want to come back and listen to your podcast, to where they want to scream out about your podcast. Some people call it an it factor. Some people call it a, a wow factor. I call it this very simple trait. You have charisma, a very laid back podcast. Um, a topic that even a hundred percent personally, I have no survival kit deal with me, even though I live out in them rough places. I mean, if something happens, I'll take care of it. But listening to your episode made me go outside a little bit more, made me actually take my shoes off and touch the ground, you know, grounding and yeah. getting that energy. Um, so I want to thank you for that. I want to thank you for taking a topic that is it's not that it's taboo, but it's not a very big thing at first. But once people get involved in it, it's got people going out here, um, going to our local, um, at least in the, the U.S., uh, 
not Gander Mountain. What is the name of that store? Oh my God, it's slipping my mind. But going to our outdoor stores and doing a little bit more. Um, we have this one outdoor. Yeah. We have this one outdoor store here uh, that's nearby in Pennsylvania that's got all these fish and all this other stuff. I went in there after listening to your podcast just because I was like, I just got done listening to the Irish Survival Podcast. I'm gonna go in here and look for me a Bowie knife. I didn't buy the knife, but I still went in there and looked, you know, because I was like. <laughs> I may have to go out here and survive in the zombie apocalypse or something. So I want to take you for, for uh, taking your brand and your product and putting it on the grand stage um, for everyone to listen to and, and people internationally, you are a success. Success is yeah. driven by passion and your passion for this business is uncanny. Nobody can match your ability and nobody can take that away from you. Um, the glass ceiling is something that you broke earlier. So potential should never be a word that you ever use because you have the talent, you have the trait. Talent is something that goes away, but having a trait for this is something that stays with you. That's something that's in your genetics. So from this day forward, and even before we even had this little testimony, Olivia, I want you to understand that you are what the podcast business needs. Good, wholehearted person who cares about your show. You care about the evolution of podcasting and all at the same while just being a down-to-earth amazing person so I want to thank you for all that thanks for having me on okay yes and um once again can you do a quick shameless plug of everything that you got going on right now yeah so it's the Irish Drive podcast on every podcast platform I'm on Instagram. That's just the Irish Survival Podcast. And my blog is the Irish Survival Podcast 01.wordpress.com. And you forgot one other person or one other entity. You're a brand ambassador. Oh, yeah, for Grim Survival. So you can go to grimsurvival.com or grimworkshop.com. All right. And once again, I want to thank you all for listening to this amazing episode of Podcast Collide with the Irish Survival Podcast and its host, Olivia. We are signing off.